You're listening to the Analysis Mason podcast with Tom Rubeck, and I'm here with Catherine Hammond. And we're going to talk about what operators can and should be doing in the Soho market. So, Catherine, thanks for joining. First of all, can you define what you mean by Soho and then speak a bit about the opportunity to address this market for telecoms operators? Yeah, so Soho's are small office, home office businesses, typically just one or two employees um, and sometimes, but not always, home-based um, so if we look at our, our business demographics data, we see that globally, these small businesses, let's say with up to about four employees, represent more than half of all businesses worldwide. So they're a huge share of, of the business market. Um, they, they do have a need for telecoms and IT services, even if it's sometimes pretty basic. And at the moment, many of them are served via uh, consumer products. So we, we've done surveys that show that in, in high-income markets like Western Europe, North America, almost half of these very small businesses currently buy consumer mobile and about a quarter um, buy consumer broadband packages. And in middle-income markets, it, it's quite common for most of these small businesses to, to rely on consumer products, both for fixed and mobile um, that's absolutely fine for, for some of those Sohos, but, w- but we do believe that a growing number of them would benefit if they could switch to business-grade services, which have better SLAs and, and to be honest, more appropriate services for them. So uh, in symmetrical broadband, better security and device management and access to business applications for things that are going to help them like office productivity or uh, payment mechanisms and accounting support. Um, so there's certainly an opportunity for operators to to kind of tap into that market a little bit more. I think um, there is a there is a challenge because they are quite low ARPU customers, um, and and you know treating them as business customers, it needs to be done in a, in a low cost kind of way. But we do think that that there's quite a sizable opportunity here potentially if operators can get it right. And how are telecoms operators normally addressing that opportunity? So we we looked at some case studies earlier in the year about the different ways in which operators are approaching the Soho space. And I think at a very high level, um, it's kind of many operators serving them via consumer channels, sort of by default, um, or trying to address them through an SME unit, but not necessarily focusing them on them in a big way. Um, and if a Soho comes to a website or comes to a customer call center, they tend to get rooted to, to the consumer side. Um, but, but we do see a few operators trying to address more specifically Soho needs and, and generally from within their business channels. So, for example, Orange France and Telefonica Brazil both have targeted offers for startups and they have quite tailored propositions and specific areas on their websites where, where these get presented. Um, I think I think one thing operators do kind of risk is that Soho's kind of fall into that gap between the consumer side of the business and the SME side of the business. So there's no one really necessarily always taking ownership of that. Um, and I think we've we kind of kind of related to that point. Then there are kind of a couple of misconceptions that that many Soho seem to have about offers from telecoms operators. So there's those that just think business solutions are too expensive for them and they don't really offer much in terms of added benefit and they may as well stick with the consumer solutions. Um, as I said, that's sometimes true, but it's not always. Um, and I think as digitization increases, more and more Soho's are going to need something a bit more tailored to their business needs. Um, so that's one misconception. And then another is that um, Soho's 
might well believe that operators are only interested in serving the higher value larger businesses and and therefore might look elsewhere um, especially for some of the, the IT services that, that they need okay those those points are clear so, so what should operators be doing to address those misconceptions so we we've looked at what operators are doing and try to pick out some of the um, some of the ways in which um, operators maybe who are more focused on this uh, are doing quite well. Um, so there's a few areas that, that operators could um, a- apply those tactics to. So uh, first of all is brand positioning. So really just um, making sure that they're known as a Soho provider. Um, and one way we see operators doing that is investing in, in helping Sohos and other small businesses to improve their digital skills. Um, most of these small businesses have very limited capabilities, particularly for IT. So operators that can provide training and support can, can position themselves quite nicely as valued partners. Um, and that can be done through fairly low cost digital channels. So things like BT's small business support scheme. Um, but also we see, you know, kind of promotion and engagement with small businesses through social media channels that can also help position the brand as being uh, interested in the Soho market. Um, then there's proposition design. So just what do you offer the Sohos and, and propositions that have a clear appeal for Sohos um, have a real place to play. I mean, that might include bundling with the connectivity, some preferential deals and discounts on, on relevant third party services like accounting software or web marketing services. Um, but, but actually, it might also include access to benefits that you might think about as being consumer services. So a business broadband, but with um, music streaming bundled in. Uh, and I think one of the interesting things about this market is that when the Soho is making a purchase decision, it's not just about the benefits to the business. It's also potentially about the benefits to their personal lives as well. So there are one or two operators that, that are allowing Soho to kind of pick and mix between the, the consumer and the SME services in that. Okay. Yeah, it's like this is an interesting sort of cross-section of they, these are very small businesses. They are typically run from home. So the people buying these services are probably doing it. Yeah, it's maybe the, the service they're using at home as well. So having Spotify or Netflix or something included may be of interest, but also they want, like you say, things like security or accounting software or web design or things like that may also appeal. Yeah. Yeah, a bit, a bit of both. Um, yeah. And, and and then, as I said, so on the marketing and sales side, it can often be hard for Soho to identify how it can benefit from business-grade services. And I think operators do need to, to work a little bit at that. Um, there seems to be quite a need for quite tailored marketing collateral so that a Soho can really identify, well, how does it how does it help my business? So what we see from Telefonica, for example, in Hispam, they've got a series of brochures for some common businesses like basic food trucks or really small offices. And, you know, what are the services that they can offer? How do those services help these kind of business? Um, and, and Telefonica tells us that those are resonating quite well with the Sohos that, that they've, they've given them to. Um, and then I think finally on the customer care side, um, so obviously one of the benefits of taking a business grade service is that you do get that enhanced service and support with, with that proposition. Typically, you know, a business helpline, faster turnaround times, repairs and installations. Um, but we do see one or two operators going a bit further. Um, there's a couple that offer IT support services uh, often as a paid-for option or, or just with the premium bundle. So, for example, Elisa in Finland has what it calls a guru service, which small businesses can subscribe to, and they get technical help via a help desk or online meetings. 
um, or if needed, face-to-face. Now, that's quite an investment for operators to make, much more so than some of the other things I've spoken about, but does seem to be something that at least some small businesses are willing to pay for and might help to plug that that skills gap for them. Okay, good. Um, So overall, what what should operators take from this? So I think what we've seen over the last couple of years is that a lot of operators are moving into the SME market. Um, so we see consumer-focused players moving up markets, and we also see operators with a strength in the, the enterprise space looking to kind of standardize more of their offerings for the SME market. But we haven't seen as much activity in the Soho space, and I think there is an opportunity for, for operators to expand into that space. Um, probably isn't right for all of them, but you know, if you're a consumer-focused brand, it, it's a potential opportunity to move up. Uh, we've seen Free in France, for example, try to, to uh, make some interesting propositions in the Soho space. Um, and I think as well, it's an opportunity for operators who are quite established in the SME market to think about, well, can we do something more tailored for Soho's? Um, some of the tactics I discussed are quite quite low cost to do and um, could be tested, um, do have potential, I think, to bring in more business at the smaller end of the Soho market. Okay. Okay, good. Um as always, we've published a few bits and pieces on this. So, so maybe you could just wrap up by just giving some detail of the reports and articles that we've published on this topic. Yeah, there's a few things available on our website, and I think we can put them in the show notes as well. So there's an article by me just discussing some of the ideas we've been talking about. Uh, and then for subscribers, there's also a case studies report I mentioned, which looks at the, the approach of 10 different operators, how they're um, looking at the Soho market and, and some of the uh, tactics that they're applying. Uh, and then another short report that just brings together some of our findings from the case studies with recommendations for things that the operators could, could do to position themselves better in the market. Okay, brilliant. Thanks, Catherine. Yeah, we'll put those in the show notes. If you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. We also welcome your comments, feedback, and reviews. Thank you for listening.